Welcome to Destination Wedding Pod, a podcast all about weddings with an emphasis on destination weddings. Each week, we'll explore the ins and outs of destination weddings from the details to the drama and everything in between. You can expect foul language, us laughing at our own jokes, even when they're not funny, and straight up real talk. We are your hosts, Christina Kay and Laisha West. Strap in for an awesome episode. Hi. Hey, welcome to Smashing Wedding Pod. <laughs> um, so today, as you know, or maybe you don't, I'm not sure, we're talking. They do because they listen. Okay. So we're telling stories, or we found stories that directly Correlate. relate. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but it's funny. Directly mm-hmm. relate to some of the mishaps and catastrophes that we talked about last week, mm-hmm. um, or well, five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so my first one is about bugs. We talked about bugs being an issue, bringing your okay. Bug repellent is not gonna work for this story. Okay. A wedding reception at the prestigious. Galan Condo Spa and Resorts took a rather grim turn when guests turned their attention to the buffet and allegedly no. saw insects such as cockroaches creeping out of roadies, nons, and other flower-based odd, uh, items. So like little antennas were coming out. Mm-hmm. The hotel authorities have firmly denied these allegations, which they say are being made in order to get compensation. It was mm-hmm. a guest named Sarash Sardis Semina. <laughs> Who described the incident? That's not a a name, actually. On a Facebook post, the post read: "We were served food with live insects in it. When we raised the issue, we were demanded to inspect the kitchen, and we called the police and food inspector, who found insects in the dough. The resort manager managed to settle this issue with the authorities, and they are asking us for the same kind of settlement." Okay, if there's fucking bugs in my food at any place, I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting my money back. I mean, yeah. like, you ruined my wedding. That's mm-hmm. what just happened. I don't care. You just want my wedding. It was my birthday dinner. If it was my regular Tuesday dinner, I don't give a fuck. We don't have Tuesday dinner out, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, my first one is um, the no-show vendor. The couple had decided to have the groom's uncle officiate the wedding, but wanted it to be a surprise for the family, so they decided to play a little prank. When it was time to begin the ceremony, they had me awkwardly walk over and pretend to whisper to the groom standing at the altar that the officiant was a no-show. He and his best man pretended to be really upset, and the groom explained, Wait, what? Does that mean we can't get married? What are we going to do? I simply shook my head that they would not be officially married unless we could find someone to officiate the wedding. The guests started to murmur, and some stood up to try to console the seemingly upset groom. Suddenly, someone cried out, What about your uncle? Can't he marry you? With that, his uncle looked around and stood up. Everyone started to cheer, and we were able to start the ceremony. He later explained that it was all part of the plan. That's kind of mean, That's isn't a very it? mean <laughs> prank. I mean, I would, I mean, like, at, during the wedding, I mean, what, before, that would be terrible. Like, that would freak somebody out. Could you imagine? Because I got, yeah. I remember it was like two hours before, and we were like, where's the official? <laughs> I was freaking out. Um, so, this is, a, and like, no parking. When I was talking about getting your permits and stuff. So, Glenn, duh, of New York City, eloped with her husband at the conservatory in Central Glenn, Park. Glenn, duh? I just made up her name. It's actually, like, giddy. <laughs> I swear to God, it's G I T T E. I swear. 
Uh, and you went with Glenda? Yeah. I went Glenn, and then I was a girl, so I had Sandra. <laughs> Um, anyway, she eloped with her husband at the conservatory in Central Park 14 years ago. She was three months pregnant, she says, and didn't have the time to secure a permit for the location. It was the most beautiful wedding, Glenda's ads. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that her mother-in-law and husband, Jack's best friend, as well as hers, were all in attendance. Everything went well until the worker approached the group and asked him to leave. The camera kept rolling, and this guy was holding a chainsaw, she says. <laughs> We got it all on camera, so the story goes that they were chased out of Central Park by a man with a chainsaw. So this day, it has become a part of the couple's wedding story, even finding a special place into their wedding movie reel. Can we step back for a little little bit? Where did the chainsaw come in? I don't know. I guess the worker had a chainsaw because he was working in the conservatory. And why was he trying to kick them out? Because they didn't have a permit. They weren't supposed to be there. Uh, okay, this attention. is the whole permit thing that yes. we talked about. Yes, God. Go ahead. Wait, I thought you were talking about parking. But that's what we talked about. Because if there's not a... I mean, it was all about that. That was just in the the genre or whatever. I said no parking, making sure you have permits for parking. There's just a lot of things. So this was part of it. I was just put mm. under the... <laughs> Fuck off. It's your turn. Let's see what you have. I feel like you... <laughs> Didn't stay here for three happen. hours looking for fucking stories? Probably not. <laughs> Stop making noises that are going to show up on the microphone. I don't even know what I did. You keep rocking your chair oh. and it's making a loud noise. And don't smack. You should have heard those last ones. One day I'm just going to get a recording of you smacking alone. Nothing else. Okay. Go. My boyfriend and I. Oh, this one is for an ex shows up to the wedding. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been dating for 1.5 years. Previously, he dated his ex for six years. They have been broken up for almost three years now. She broke up with him, and it was messy, but they've since made up. His ex just got married two days ago to her best friend. Since my boyfriend and an ex are on friendly terms now, she invited the both of us to her wedding. I had no objections because my boyfriend seems seemed like he just thought of her as a friend. He assured me he was over her. He was emotional during the wedding ceremony, but that was understandable since it was a lovely ceremony. Even I got teary-eyed and I barely knew the couple. Then came the dinner and dancing. A bit into the dancing portion of the evening, there was another slow song and many couples were dancing on the floor. The song was quite sad, honestly a weird choice for a wedding. I realized my boyfriend was not in the room. I went outside and found him and the bride slow dancing together. They weren't kissing or anything, but she had her hands on his shoulders and he had his hands on her waist and they were swaying to the music. If it was any other woman, it would have been harmless, but I felt like I had intruded on a private moment. Then the song was over and she went back inside for the cake cutting with the groom. I also went to my table and pretended that I didn't see anything. When my boyfriend came up beside me, he said he wanted to go back to our hotel. He looked very tired. I agreed, and we sat in the taxi silently. When we reached our hotel room, I told him I saw him dancing with his ex and asked what he was thinking. I must admit I blew up at him, but I was so upset. He told me to calm down and that it's not what it seems, that they were just dancing as friends. I told him if it was so innocuous, if it was so innocuous then why were they outside, away from everyone, including the groom? He said he was outside for some fresh air, and she found him there. He said it was she who initiated the dance i told him i don't care and called him a cheater and a manipulator so yeah 
So why in the hell did she dance with him? I mean, like that. I would, I would piss me off. I would not like that. So one hundred percent. And I, so I found this story on Reddit, and one of the first comments was like, "Is this the groom?" And he posted a link, and it was the groom on Reddit posting about the same exact thing in his story. <gasps> Was the same as hers, but from the groom's point of view. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's really upset. That's funny. Oh, that's not funny. That's weird. Um, so this is about weather, but it's not. (laughs) Oh, God. But it is. So Catherine of Broomsville, Colorado was married 25 years ago in Northern Virginia's Hunt Country. Really, my point is, is to be prepared for whatever you're, you know, for whatever (laughs) wedding. A historic bed and breakfast. The ceremony was held in front of a large stone fireplace. Wait, you're, what is this supposed to be about? Weather. <laughs> and what is it not about? Weather. I mean, what is it about? It's about weather. Just listen. My, I have bad weather. Okay, well, we're going to both do one. But this is not really about weather. <laughs> Just listen. Um, it was a drizzly cold day, so my cashmere sweater seemed appropriate, she said. Because of the weather outside... The innkeeper had decided to turn up the heat in addition to the blaze and the fireplace. During the ceremony, Catherine's almost husband noticed she had gone glassy-eyed and started to tip over. He caught her in his arms before she pummeled into the minister, who would have toppled backwards into the fire. <laughs> After a few minutes in the B&B's foyer with some cool air, Catherine recovered and was ready to finish the ceremony. But till this day, she jokes that because of her condition, she doesn't recall the obey vow. But, I mean, like, just be aware of That's just silly. It's just silly. Like, if you're in the wine room and you're in your wedding dress and you just went through the water, you don't want to turn the water. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to turn the, the cool down all the way. You just want to be comfortable and you think about what you're doing. Don't pass out in front of your freaking groom. You don't like that one? I don't think it was her fault. Oh. <laughs> Take off your casimir sweater. Why are you wearing a casimir sweater to your wedding day? Because it's cold outside oh. and it's She was raining. prepared. She was prepared. Okay, here's my bad weather one. I don't know why you did bad weather. (laughs) Idiot. It was around 9.30 a.m. when one of my bridesmaids came to me with a look of fear on her face and said, Erica, whatever you do, don't look outside. Of course, I turned around in my chair and looked. I saw the rain slowly trickling down the huge windows of Union Station Hotel and smiled from ear to ear. I turned to her and said, nothing could ever ruin this day for me. Nothing. Today, I'm marrying my best friend and the one that I love more than anything. Let it rain. Shortly after making that statement, I received a text from Eric's uncle. Eric's aunt, I mean, (laughs) Julie. (laughs) Rain is good luck. Some of the happiest marriages I know were nourished by Mother Nature on their wedding day. She couldn't have been more right. Looking back now, nearly a year and a half later, I cannot imagine it not raining on my wedding day. I truly believe it added so much more intimacy, life, and su- and such a carefree attitude to our event. When I, when I was looking for stories, I couldn't find any bad ones about the weather. Oh, that's cool. I mean, there are bad ones, obviously. Mm-hmm. I had to cancel several weddings because of the, the hurricanes, hurricane. but... They're like when I was looking for rainy day wedding stories, they were all good. Stories. Yeah, and you've got some. There's and some the we- pictures are really yeah, pretty. Yeah, there's some too. really pretty pictures. You have a wedding of a villa that I was when I wasn't here mm-hmm. that are really, really. Um, what is this one <laughs> supposed to be about, and what is it about? <laughs> this is 
about. Okay, so all of our um, things were hire on a wedding planner. You have to hire a wedding planner. Because here's why. <laughs> but what is it supposed to be about? <laughs> I really can't find a <laughs> <laughs> Are you a dumbass? What happened to you? I was over it. What's that sound? I was over it. What's that sound? What is that? Go check on him. <laughs> He's right there. Uh, forgetting something important. So Kate and her husband. Wait, named can you say that again in the mic? Oh, so I forgot. <laughs> forgetting something important. Oh, forgetting something Jesus. important. That's what it's going under. Um, Kate and her husband Nathan were wed in Columbus, South Carolina, thirteen years ago. Because the couple's families were mostly from out of town, they decided to have an intimate ceremony with only twenty or so guests near a creek at a local park. Although she'd gotten clearance to use the space, so she did get clearance for the wedding. Turns out the space was accidentally double booked with a citywide kids' day. Oh, shit. Fire engines, bouncy houses, and dressed-up characters were everywhere. The group had to be escorted by the police to the spot up the hill where they were to have their nuptials. But after the ceremony was over, the bridesmaid snapped photos with a Chick-fil-A cow, and Katie even tried to convince Nathan to jump in the bouncy house. Thank goodness we both have a sense of humor, and we enjoyed our special day despite the surprises and unplanned challenges, she said. Can you imagine? Like, you're all dressed up pretty, and there's like... Ram, 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 ah, ah. <laughs> you know? I have a question. What? What does that have to do with forgetting something important? Well, apparently the people who gave her permission to get married by this creek forgot something very important. <laughs> <laughs> or they didn't know there was a national that's kids' day. I think it does today. Okay, mine is about w- big announcements, and mine's actually about <laughs> okay. what it's supposed to be about. My boyfriend and I got engaged right before Thanksgiving. I was over the moon happy, and a month later, we had the venue date and attendance picked out, and I had already bought my dress. Three months after our, our engagement, my brother proposed to his girlfriend, who decided she wanted to get married two months before our wedding. <gasps> So she could be a June bride. <laughs> I'm devastated. She's run their engagement announcement in our local paper twice. So now it seems like everyone in our small town is badgering me. How can you have a wedding right after your brothers, they ask. <gasps> How can you do that to your mother? She must be so busy getting ready for his wedding. On top of that, my mother has made my brother's wedding her priority. She says this is his time and after his wedding she'll be able to help me by that point i'll only have a month or so to tie up the loose ends for our wedding how am i supposed to plan my wedding without my mother's help i'm so overwhelmed that i can't get motivated to do anything and how am i supposed to put on a happy face and deal with my future sister-in-law when i just want to scream every time i see her well that's fucking rude don't steal her thunder yeah, but I mean, like they they got engaged after the fact, like that. I did that. Like I went, Abby, I got get engaged, and then Abby and Dusty. I think it. I don't know. Whatever. I ended up having my wedding before Abby's, and she, she had a big elaborate thing planned. And she, yeah. but I called and asked for, before I did, before I planned anything, because I wanted to make sure, because I didn't want to steal anybody's thunder. That's ugly. But her wedding was beautiful, might I say. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is wardrobe malfunction, and it actually is wardrobe malfunction. I wore a vintage. Wait, you didn't even do wardrobe malfunction. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I did. Yes, I did. It's on my thing. We both talked about it. Can I just tell my story? No. I wore a vintage lace dress with a slip underneath, says Dory of New York City on her wedding day. 
Just before the wedding, I was standing in front of a glass door backlit, and a friend noticed that you could see my thong through the dress. But I didn't know what to do or say since the wedding was about to start. The ceremony itself was under a tent with no laws, and she was backlit the entire time during the ceremony. After the ceremony, a group of my friends were together, heading to the reception, and one said, Okay, raise your hand if you saw her thong. Aw, that's mean. She finds it particularly hilarious, especially because she's a professional photographer. Um, But be sure that's a thing, right? Yeah, but that's mean that her friend had to call it out like that. Stop smacking. I didn't even know I did. Go ahead. Oh. Um, my wardrobe malfunction. Yesterday, I tried my wedding dress on because my mom had noticed what looked like a piece of fabric hanging funny at my last fitting, which was a week ago. Except we couldn't get the dress to zip up. Then we got it mostly zipped, and I stood a little, stood on a little stool while she tried to find the glitch in my hem. No glitch. The lady had done the inner layer hem just fine. But the outer layer of mesh, it looked like she had taken a pair of scissors and done a rough cut and forgotten to go back and finish it. My mom had to recut the whole hem of the outer layer, including fixing a spot where there was a slice right through the part of the material that she had to cut. It angled to try and hide it. I don't know how we missed any of that at the fitting. So this morning, my mom and sister-in-law are going to attempt to let out two of the middle seams in the dress so I can wear it. It won't be able, I won't be able to try it on. Oh, by the way, this is her wedding day. Oh, God. Yeah. I won't be able to try it on until I'm on my way to the wedding itself. I will be out of town picking my brother up at the airport, and we were, we are meeting the rest of the wedding party at the wedding. So, as I told my hubby to be, I will either show up in a nice dress or I will show up naked. <laughs> Fun for you, awkward for everybody else. <laughs> that's mean. I mean, like, that's... Also, why is she picking up her brother? Right, I was thinking that too. But also, why haven't they called the uh, seamstress to find out what the hell? I mean, I guess they should have said something then. I guess they should have. You try on your dress. Okay, this one is like, about having not, too much, not having enough food. Okay. So the story goes, Bride chooses sister-in-law as her maid of honor. She expects her sister-in-law to bankroll a three-day boozy bachelorette party. Sister-in-law can't afford that, so mother of the groom pays for the weekend. She is invited invited to the bachelorette weekend, but the mother of the bride is. Mother of the groom isn't just paying for the bachelorette party. She's also booked the church venue, paid for the venue, and paid for other assorted items. More than $10,000 already. Bride's parents hasn't paid for anything. No one has said thank you to the mother of the groom. But it gets worse. 200 people RSVP. Wedding is a week out this, at this point. While at the boozy bachelorette party, bride calls mother of the groom and asks if she can pick up the food on the day of the wedding. Mother of the groom asks where she's picking it up from and what it is. It's 200 chicken tenders. That's it. <laughs> that's, oh, I think I saw this. That's, that's chicken saw tenders. This that's 200 individual chicken tenders for 200 people. That means one chicken tender apiece. <laughs> oh, and an open bar and a wedding cake. So you get one chicken, oh piece God. of cake, and alcohol. Mother of groom is beside herself and starts calling around to catering companies to see if she can get anything that resembles a meal in time. One company pulls through. Brad, bride then asks if she can see the menu before the mother of the groom orders anything. Oh, um, no. No, you. you absolutely cannot. Wow. 200 chicken tenders for 200 people. You know what you can see? Here's a bunch of chicken tenders, you bitch. One chicken tender a person. <laughs> That's 
Damn, mother of the groom always pulling through. I know. Go ahead. Not always. Wait. I'm done. Oh, okay. So my, I have one more. Okay. Then, so saying the wrong name. Okay. Number one, did you know? Did you know? Wait, I have a friend who got married one time, and he got married in London, and the, <laughs> and then when his ex girlfriend came. Like showed up at the wedding, mm-hmm. and she was gonna tell him she loved him, but she decided not to. And she was oh just god, this is sitting, just talking about concentration. Right shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did you know that Princess Diana said the wrong name uh, when she married? When she married whom? Prince Charles. Okay, but she said Philip Charles. She said I take you, Philip Charles, and his name's actually Charles Philip. <laughs> she just makes it up, but they talk about that. But the officiant said the wrong name for the groom at my friend's wedding, and unfortunately, it happened to be the name of the bride's ex. But the groom and her ex had similar names. So he was like, do you take her Tom? And his name was Tim. But the ex-boyfriend's name was Tim, so it caused a bunch of confuddles. This is going to end it on a bad note. It's confuddled, but ready for this? It's going to end it on a bad note? Kind of. So we talked about the groom and bride being sick, whatever. Mm -hmm. A groom running a fever. Goes to his wedding anyway. Later, gets tested for COVID. That's the big super spreader event. 200 people had to be quarantined. 100 oh people were infected. He died. <laughs> the groom died. Yes. But that's when you have a fever, stay at home. If your kids have a fever, stay at home. Fevers are bad. You could probably take that off if you want to. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to the Destiny. Wait. What? I have some palate cleansers. Okay. The DJ started playing Despacito instead of Christina Perry a thousand years while I walked down the aisle. I turned to the (laughs) coordinator and said, that's not the right song. And she immediately turned white. According to my husband, it wasn't even a prank. (laughs) Um, My bridal shoes were were slightly too big and they were tripping me up during the father-daughter dance. So I decided to discreetly kick them off between steps. The first landed neatly under a chair nearby, as I intended. The second shoe missed and instead shot across the room like a missile, nearly braining two guests. (laughs) Thankfully, no one was hurt, and everyone left it off as I apologized again and again, though a couple inches more to either side, and it could have been a lot worse. Wow. I set my veil on fire. (laughs) Oh, no. During the lighting of the unity candle, I still had my veil covering my face. As I lifted it up to blow out the candle, it went through the flame oh, no. and burned a hole into it. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Um, okay, there's three palette Yes. So, thank you so much for listening to Destination Wedding Pod. Thanks. Remember to rate review and subscribe and also to send us your wedding stories to hello hello at at destination wedding pod dot com that is hello at destination wedding pod dot com <laughs> thanks again for listening um we hope you have a great week okay bye thanks so much for listening please come back again next week and don't forget to tell your friends please help us out by subscribing to the pod rating and reviewing Join us on our awesome Facebook group, The Destination Wedding Pod. And if you have a story to share, shoot us an email at hello at destinationweddingpod.com. That's hello at destinationweddingpod.com. We can't wait to share your crazy, hilarious, beautiful stories. Thanks again. See See you you next Tuesday. Tuesday.